don't know this, then you're behind the times. The only metric that matters is convenience. Rules apply to you. Suddenly you're an advertiser. It's June 29th and time for your Social and 6 update. We're recording on a very, very hot day, so you may hear a few laptop fans whirring in the background, but we're still bringing you the six most important news stories from the ever-changing landscape. To fill you in on the news you might have missed and to give you plenty to talk about in our Facebook group. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome everyone to the SNAP Partner Summit. We find ourselves together in a new world, still yet to be defined. First up from Theo, Snapchat has hatched a plan to take on Google, Apple and Facebook. Yes, years ago when Snapchat told the world of its plan to transition to a camera company, very few of us were convinced by the news. But that was before the current augmented reality revolution. Fast forward seven years to Snap Inc's recent partner summit and the future looks extremely exciting with local lenses that will let users superimpose AR onto real landmarks and a visual search tool to help users scan everything from plants to dogs. But by far the biggest news is that of minis or mini apps built into Snapchat to you and me. Snapchat is also opening the platform to third party developers to build apps while CameraKit will let developers use AR in their own apps. According to The Guardian's tech editor and former Social Minds guest Alex Hearn, it's all part of the wider plan to make Snapchat the largest non-Facebook social platform in the West, with some even going as far as to saying that Snapchat could have more in common with WeChat. WeChat aside, Snap Inc.'s co-founder and chief technology officer Bobby Murphy has all but confirmed Snap's faith in AR and a future where the camera is front and centre of not just Snapchat, but user smartphones. He said, AR and the camera is actually threading its way into many of the other big things we're doing. I'm certainly excited to see what the next few years bring. So I'm going to bust a myth for you right now. TikTok is not just for dancing teenagers. Eve, big, big news. TikTok launches a new hub for brands. Yeah, TikTok has announced a new ad platform for brands that includes access to TikTok ad formats like its marquee product Top View, which is the ad that appears when you first launch the TikTok app. Other products in TikTok for Business include brand takeovers, in-feed videos, hashtag challenges and branded effects. And what I'm interested in, though, is the new augmented reality effect that's available in ads called Brand Scan, which will obviously be a direct competitor of Snapchat. I think we did report on this a while ago, as Digiday revealed TikTok's AR ad plans a month or so ago. Now that it's here, though, I'll be very interested to see how it impacts ad revenue for Snapchat's sponsored lens and their world lens AR formats. I'm sure our teams will be looking into this themselves for our clients and seeing how the experience compares. But aside from the AR effect, most of the products on TikTok for Business were already available before today, but this new platform organizes them in one place. And as well as giving brands somewhere to organize their adverts, it gives TikTok a dedicated space on the app to introduce new products in future. Up next, Brazil shuts off WhatsApp Pay a week after its nationwide launch. Yes, Facebook's hopes of bringing peer-to-peer -peer payments to more territories around the world have suffered another setback after Brazil's central bank ordered the service to be shuttered while it looks into whether or not the service's existence breaks financial regulations in the country. Over a week ago, Facebook made it possible for users in the South American country to send payments to one another, like they would a video or a picture message. The government in Brazil, which is WhatsApp's second largest market after India, has gone as far as to threaten Visa and MasterCard with fines if they enable payments through WhatsApp. According to reports, Facebook's plans for payments via WhatsApp have been delayed due to disputes with regulators. It doesn't bode well for Libra, which had been tipped for a global rollout this year by some tech commentators. Meanwhile, TikTok's owner ByteDance is said to be making inroads into banking, suggesting that the future of payments via social media is only just beginning. Now we're just going to pause there a minute to answer a question that we received through our Facebook group. 
This one's from Milo Grunder, who asked, do we focus too much on the engagement rate and overlook other important metrics? Hi, Milo. Hope I'm saying that right. I think most people would absolutely agree, especially when we're talking about vanity metrics like likes and shares. And while I think the social media world at large has tried to get away from this, it remains true that on the face of things, likes, shares and comments are at the centre of social media and a lot of what we do. That doesn't necessarily mean they're the be all and end all, though. We spoke to a very special guest recently from Ogilvy's influence and marketing department, Rahul Titus, who said that brands shouldn't worry about the engagement rate falling across social media. Now, it really isn't the most important part of your campaign and reporting nowadays. Judge your campaign not on likes and shares, but on actionable metrics like brand uplift, brand sentiment, and if awareness isn't your main aim, overall sales uplift. These are all things that you can track in multiple ways. It's important to note as well that just because someone doesn't like something, it doesn't mean they haven't engaged. You've got to remember as well that there are large proportions of people on social media who aren't as public in what they like. Likes and shares may be important to publishers as a benchmark of success, but they don't account for what gets said about your brand in dark social spaces like WhatsApp. Thanks, Theo, and thanks, Milo, for sending in your question. Now back to the stories. Eve one from Twitter. Twitter moves into audio with voice tweets. Yes, Twitter has now launched voice tweets on iOS with the expectation that Android users will get the feature soon too. Now, this is huge news for brands on the platform. You know how excited I was about it and I'll tell you why. Voice notes have become a primary method of direct communication since WhatsApp first implemented them in 2013. But for a platform like Twitter, where your tone and your delivery shouldn't really differ from that scene in a DM, the feature is a perfect addition. That and how the nature of Twitter users like to share their thoughts and news in real time almost guarantees the feature's success. Now, we predicted user adoption would be in very high numbers in a very short space of time. And that will also alter people's expectations of brands on Twitter as they get used to consuming content in this way on that platform. Audio tweets naturally present huge opportunities for brands to connect on a much more human level. Plus, it increases your options to distribute new or existing audio content like podcasts and webinars to an already established and engaged audience. Now, the one snag it hit, of course, was criticism over the fact that this feature wasn't made accessible for Twitter's deaf users. But the platform has apologised for that oversight since then and has added subs to the audio snippets so everyone can enjoy them. Now, if you haven't got the feature yet, don't worry. I don't think we have it yet either. But it's my understanding that the feature is rolling out to everyone over the coming weeks. Well, we want people to feel good about the experience that they have on Instagram. Now, new Instagram users won't need to connect their ad account to Facebook. Yes, if you run ads on Instagram right now, you'll almost definitely have a Facebook ads manager account. But new brands and creators joining the platform won't need to. Instead, newcomers will be able to manage promotions and see insights within Instagram. So far, the service is only available in the US and Turkey. And there's no word on whether a rollout will be expected further afield yet. Why the change? Many have speculated that Facebook is protecting Instagram by deflecting attention away from the platform. You'll remember a percentage of people were unaware that Facebook actually owns Instagram several years ago. It follows a boycott by some brands over Facebook's policing of hate speech. Twitter, meanwhile, has been praised for its handling of Donald Trump by Facebook's ex-security chief Alex Stamos. Instead of removing Trump altogether, Twitter has been applying fact-check labels to Trump's tweets, resulting in the president calling for an executive order on social media platforms. Instagram is now allowing us to tag products in our Instagram posts where our users can actually click on them and go straight to our website to buy. Eve, last but not least, Instagram gives creators a new way to make money. That's right. Instagram is expanding access to its Instagram shopping feature to smaller creators and influencers who have products to sell. Now, as many of you will know, small businesses and self-employed creators 
have financially struggled because of the COVID-19 outbreak, but now they'll have a new money-making opportunity thanks to this update. For context, Instagram shopping has been around since 2016, but had only given select retailers and celebrities the ability to tag products with pricing and direct people to a website to complete their purchase. Now, the restrictions on which businesses qualify for shopping are being loosened to include creators, small businesses, influencers, and anyone with a business account. That means it doesn't matter how many followers you have. If you have a legitimate website and a business account, you'll be able to make money on the app. Instagram has said, though, that anyone wishing to sell via shopping will have to demonstrate trustworthiness, which basically means making sure you have legal policies like returns info on your website and making sure your Instagram account isn't in violation of Instagram's own policies. Eve, some massive stories there, including TikTok. But the one that I am most focused on is Twitter and audio tweets. Now, I remember when Mm -hmm. this news broke, I was like, I think you broke it quite late on our social channels. And it was like, wow, you know, it was a big Mm. sort of uh, watershed moment, it feels like, for Twitter. Yeah, definitely. And UK time, it dropped at like 7pm. But for me, the first indication of whether or not a feature is going to be accepted by users and adapted is how much it gets response from like normal people not industry people as soon as a feature drops because that hardly ever happens but as soon as it dropped everyone was talking about it so immediately you get an indication as to how big an update is going to be and I do see massive massive potential with this if you think how much audio has taken off as a format in the last few years I think it's like a really really clever play from them Adam Missouri who's obviously head of Instagram even replied to the tweet just saying cool which I thought was great. <laughs> a bit of recognition. I know, legends supporting legends. Definitely. I mean, uh, as copywriters, we know all too well that uh, sometimes, you know, the nuance and the tone, like you said, it, it can get lost in words alone, I should say. So definitely, you know, yeah. the ability to be able to sort of speak and, and tweet as you speak, it seems like. Yeah, uh, exactly. Just like, have a personality. 100%, yeah. Literally. And and like, I think you've raised the point as well in terms of it actually, you know, really, really giving brands a voice. Hopefully finally know how some brands actually speak and who actually behind the Twitter accounts. Yeah, definitely. Really, really exciting update. But I mean, another thing that's been very exciting the last few weeks was Snapchat's big event. And I remember reading an article about it just after it happened, comparing Evan Spiegel's keynote to Steve Jobs' old speeches because people were that impressed at like the level of innovation that went into even displaying these products and just the new features on offer. It feels like they're really branching out. Well, exactly. And 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 you know, as well as I know on this podcast, you know, the amount of people that we've spoken to, including people from Snapchat who have said, you know, Snap, the platform known for great product design. And this just seems to have all but confirmed that. And I think it's, it's the sort of one that you can never bet against now. You know, all of us mm. can hold our hands up and say years ago we thought well why are they doing this why are they doing this that doesn't really make sense what spectacles but you know you can see that this is all part of a bigger longer sustained plan and as we've said multiple times on this podcast that's why they've been able to uh, hold off on those cloning attempts by Facebook whereas maybe other platforms wouldn't have yeah no definitely I think the fact that they survived is a big statement in itself I will be interested to see how this new update from TikTok has an effect on Snapchat But I mean, normally you'd be reading articles like, oh, TikTok's trying to kill Snapchat, Snapchat's going to die. But that isn't really happening. So I think people have a lot more faith in it than they used to. You know, even, you know, something as massive as TikTok, even though they're offering AR, I don't think it's going to be their main thing. So I'm not sure they'll have to worry that much. Uh, Like Instagram has AR filters on like a lot of platforms now, but Snapchat's still seen as the sort of pioneer in that space because they are. I completely agree. And I think there's a lot of wiggle room around in each feature as well, because we've proven time and time again that features can coexist on other platforms. Just look at stories. It's it's the extra Mm -hmm. innovation, I suppose, that goes along with that feature. Yeah, definitely. Now, if you haven't already, please consider signing up to our email newsletter 
We've been putting out tips for brands on TikTok and further insight into our monthly social media leaderboard, which ranks brands on their performance. If you want to subscribe, we'll leave the details in the description of this episode. Yes, as well as that, don't forget to check out our Facebook group. You can find us just by searching Social Minds on Facebook. In there, you'll receive news updates from us on a daily basis, as well as community source news about social media and some of the stories that you might have missed as well. Thank you for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please remember to leave us a review on iTunes because it really, really helps and allows us to bring you brand new episodes every single week. This has been the Social Minds podcast with myself, Theo Watts, Eve Young, and produced by Ollie Thompson. 